Hey, 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 you're with Ren McQueen. Come on in, come on in. Let's uh, fucking chat. Let's chat. Let's talk about all the good shit. Let's talk about all the bad shit. Let's talk about all the fucking angry shit. All right. So, this question was posed to me, and it's a really fucking good one. And the question was, when do you know you're healed? And I was thinking about it, and I thought, well, fuck, I don't know, because I'm not. (laughs) I'm not healed. I'm not healed from every trauma of my past. And there's something that I accepted a long time ago, that this process is lengthy, and it may not have an end. You might be always in this state of healing. And the thing is, is that for me personally, I have had some really huge major events that I have been working on, healing from, and I've been doing a fucking fantastic job, I will say, for myself. However, from time to time, I get triggered. fucking hate that word triggered because it's just so overused at the moment but shit triggers me so last week I was in this real state of overwhelming like sense of just being completely and utterly overwhelmed I have all this shit going on at the moment and lots of movements happening in my life and lots of changes and they're all for good they're all good changes and I'm a big believer the universe is going to just keep steering me on a path and pushing me forward and you know putting all these things in front of me to help create growth and enable me to do the things I need to do and yet I'm standing there incredibly overwhelmed and I don't know what to do with it I'm just like well (laughs) fuck I'm overwhelmed and there was a lot of background noise, there was a lot of white noise going on, so a lot of other issues were popping up, and they were issues that weren't even mine. These weren't even my fucking issues, right? And I was becoming very picky and choosy on who I interacted with. So um, at the at the time, one of my brothers was going through, was going through some stuff, and I, I chose to lend ear and be supportive and things like that. But for everyone else, I kind of just wrote them off. And... I don't care. This is the fucking thing, right? I'm overwhelmed. I'm being triggered by past events because I am writing a book and um, shit's triggering. When you're reliving stuff and you're intentionally reliving it, right? You're writing it down. It can be very overwhelming as well. So I just didn't want to people. (laughs) I just did not want to fucking talk to anyone. I didn't want to deal with anyone. If it was my kids, awesome, I'm all over that. I had all the time in the world for my kids. But the only other adult in my life I wanted to talk to was my husband. And this overwhelming feeling, I was like, I started feeling really drained, I started feeling really shit, and it was fucking horrible. And in the moment when I was going through this, I didn't realise that's what I was feeling. I didn't realise that's what I was going through. And... People were reaching out and asking for support and asking, you know, for chats and stuff. And I was just completely ignoring it all. And I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad because, fuck, I can't help you if I can't figure out me. Like, I cannot fucking help anyone 
in those moments because I don't have the capacity, I don't have the patience, and I don't have the care factor, like I just didn't care. And I remember going out and I had to go to a waxing appointment and afterwards I thought, you know what, I'm going to do this and I'm going to go to the beach and I'm going to clear my head. That's exactly what I did. And um, I shot down to the beach and I just sat there with my coffee and chilled. Just just me, my coffee, the beach. Where I go to the beach is amazing because I actually get no service there. So um, if my phone's pinging, no one can get hold of me. And I love that. <laughs> I fucking love that. It's like the perfect spot. No internet service, just me, a coffee and the waves and the sand. And I loved it. I just lay there and I just had this sense of exhaustion. I was so fucking tired. Ended up laying there on the sand for that long. I think I fell asleep. But I removed myself. I removed myself from my world because I knew I was starting to get cranky. I knew I was starting to get shitty. And my fuse was incredibly short. Like so, so short. And I had no business dealing with people in that headspace. No business at all. If you are shitty and cranky and you know it and you know you need to remove yourself you need to do that remove yourself don't go making a mess with other people you know don't start shit with other people my what I was dealing with was bigger than what anyone else was dealing with to me because it was my shit my shit trumps anyone else's shit unless it's my kids then their stuff trumps me, majority of the time. I'm going to say about 90% of the time. So I was on the beach and I'm trying to work through what I'm feeling and all of those sorts of things. And it turned out that I was being, over, I was just feeling really overwhelmed. And I was sitting there and I've been, <laughs> I was avoiding making decisions. I know I had a couple of big decisions to make and I've been avoiding them. And I sat there and I just... Let myself feel everything. Let myself feel everything. Feel overwhelmed, feel exhausted, feel like shit, <laughs> feel amazing. And I'm sitting there on the edge of the water, prep talk, like pep talking myself, telling myself, you're a good person, your intentions are good, you've got to make hard decisions, and some people aren't going to like them, and that's just how the cookie crumbles. And this is old thought patterns because the decisions I'm currently making do adversely affect other people. The decisions I'm making, these people, some of these people in my life are not going to like these decisions. And that's okay. That's just how it is. But, you know, eight-year-old Serena, the people pleaser, was sort of hanging around going, well, you know... If you stop now, no one gets hurt. But that's just fucking bullshit because my truth involves you inflicting pain on me. So if I'm then doing something about that and I am... How do I word this? If I'm speaking up and standing up for myself and putting a spotlight on your bullshit behaviour... That's me standing up for myself, and you don't like that. Well, then the reality is that's not my problem. So I'm there trying to make these big decisions on, you know, sometimes you got to upset a small group to 
help the greater good. And it's really, really fucked up place to be because the whole time I'm going, you're a good person. Your intention is good. It's not like it's a bad intention. You're not going out of your way to upset other people. So I'm in this fucked up headspace sitting at the beach and I had like plenty of time. Like I, I, I had to get back to pick up my son from school, but I think I got to the beach at maybe 12 o'clock. So 11, 30, 12 o'clock. So I had heaps and heaps of time to sit there. And I did. I just sat there and chilled and processed and I just sat there and was quiet. And being quiet and just mulling your thoughts is really, really awesome. It's really, really awesome. And remembering that you're not healed, that you are in a space of healing and respecting that space and giving yourself what you need in the moment and prioritising you over everybody else that is fucking important. Don't ever apologise for that because you are allowed to be in a funk. You are allowed to be in a fucked up space and not concern yourself with other people. So after I left the beach, I jumped in the car and I turned my music up really loud. It was a fucking cracking day. It was the most beautiful day. And I was driving um, back and I stopped off and did a few errands before I went home, picked up my son, all of those sorts of things. And I was still in a bit of a funk, but by the next day I was feeling really good, really positive. And um, I'd noticed other issues had been popping up and I was feeling a little bit let down and deflated. So I addressed all of that and I just powered on through my my days and powered on and kept going. And you know, the people that had reached out to me for help and support are still reaching out and I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry I can't be that for you because right now I'm trying to be that person for me. And it's so important to remember, if you need to be that support person for you, you trump everyone else. They can wait. We can't go around saving the world. We've got to save ourselves first. We've got to make sure we're okay. That's the first and foremost. Protect yourself. Take care of number one because you are fucking important. And over the weekend I did, I spent lots of time with my husband and my kids and was just reaching out and making hard decisions and I was able to sit down, go through the process of making hard decisions, coming up with the answers and going, yes, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and they're all the right decisions and I follow my gut, I follow my intuition If my gut says, this is what you need to be doing, then this is what I do. I don't argue with her anymore. She knows what she's fucking talking about. So we just do that thing. And I think that was hard because I knew what I was doing was right. But I was scared of the reactions. I was scared of disappointing people. I was scared of upsetting everyone and rocking the boat. Fuck the boat. Fuck that. We're going to rock a boat. We're going to actually rock several boats. And it's just tough shit. If I let my head rule my life, I'd be a mess. I'd be a mess. I would be no good to anyone and I wouldn't be on the path I'm on right now. And any decisions you're trying to make when you're out there and you've got some hard shit you're dealing with and you've got some big decisions to make, 
Stop. Turn the fucking world off. Sit down. Be still. Be quiet. Go find your favourite spot. Sit there and, and let that process happen. Don't fight it. And trust your gut. Learning to trust your gut and really mastering the art as opposed to listening to your head or your heart. That's a real amazing gift to give yourself. And a few years ago, I quit everything I was doing. I quit everything. Everything that was ego-driven. Everything that I had gone, you know what? Um... I'm going to keep doing this. I was in this space where I was continuing to do a job I didn't like. I fucking really did hate. Um, because my ego was saying, you know, you're really good at it. You can get awards. You can get this. You can get that. But my gut was saying, you need to walk away. This isn't good for you anymore. You need to start making changes in your life. And as a person that never followed her gut that much, I'm sitting there going, what do I do? And I did, I just, I trusted my gut in that moment and I fucking made the decision and I quit everything and I put myself in this fucked up space where I was, didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I tried being, um, I tried a nine to five job, which turned out to be a six to fucking six job, which was shit. And I quit that after two weeks and I started following my gut and doing the things that I was being drawn to do. And ever since I made that decision, trusting my gut has become easier and easier. So I make every single decision following my gut, trusting it. And it's only but led me to spaces and places far beyond what I ever thought I could do. And mastering that art of going, you know what, I'm actually going to do the thing that I'm drawn to. I'm going to trust my gut, that's really, really powerful. Because a wise woman once told me, (laughs) your head will fucking lie to you. Your head is the biggest liar. You can be sitting there going, I'm going to invest this much money in this highly successful fucking trade account or whatever it is you're putting money into. Just any decision. This is a smart decision, I'm going to do it. And you go to do it, and then your head goes, yeah, but, you know, that little self-doubt comes in. But, you know, it's not, like, the safest option. Maybe we could go over here and do this and do that. And so you can be really sure about one thing, and then your mind continue into changing your decisions into something so fucking stupid that you regret it. And I always say to my kids, regret the things you did, not the things you didn't. And we'll cover that in another session, but your head will lie to you. You can be standing in front of the mirror in a beautiful outfit ready to go out and be feeling fierce, feeling fucking amazing. The decision you made was awesome. You feel good. You look good. You go out and you have a great night and then you wake up in the morning and you see photos of yourself on social media and you're like, you're such a fair bitch. You know, you can see yourself standing there initially going, wow, I look amazing. And then all of a sudden your brain goes, "Mm, no, you don't. You don't. You look shit. Your mind will lie to you. You felt amazing. 
in that photo. You felt amazing when that photo was taken and now you're sitting there tearing yourself apart because your head, your brain has decided it's going to turn on you. So why the fuck would you make a decision with a liar running the show? If you are going to trust your head to make the decisions all the time, right? You are asking a liar to run your life. Someone that's going to put all this bullshit, negative talk into your head. That's crazy. And look, when it comes to making incredibly intelligent decisions where some education and stuff comes into play, there are times your head has to do the, has to do the work. But when we're talking about major life changes or healing or decisions that um, impact you profoundly, follow your gut. Follow your gut. You know, it's the most powerful thing. I mean, if you're sitting there trying to fucking make a decision and you can't make a decision and you're saying to yourself, Yo, I can't make a decision because I'm shit at making decisions. I can't make a decision because I never make the right one. Then why the fuck are you trusting your head to make that decision? Stop. Be quiet. Be still. Go back to nature. Go find somewhere where you can be quiet. Even if it's a shitty day and you drive out to a beach or you drive out somewhere where it's a beautiful forest and it's a shit day and it's raining, just sit in your car. You don't have to get out in the rain. This isn't some sort of, you know, fucking namby-pamby fucking, you know, rain dance moment. You can sit in your car and just turn everything off and be quiet and be still and listen to your gut and what it's telling you. You know, it's like when people say, are you actually going to do that thing? And you're like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And they're like, but I, and you sit there and you go, yeah, but I'm not sure. They already know you've made the decision because your gut's screaming at them, you know. But trust your gut. Let that rule. Amazing things happen when you sit there and you go, you know what? <laughs> Universe. Just take over, take the wheel, you've got a bigger plan. And for me, I follow the universe, it's what I do, I'm a big universal believer. Other people, they believe in some form of religion, um, and that's cool. Whatever it is that you believe in, that higher power to lead the way, let it. Let it. If you sit there and and you're having a lot of self-doubt and stuff, just shut your brain down. Shut your mind down, be quiet, and let the universe take the wheel. Understand that every mis- every decision you make is not going to be the right one. Not every decision you make is going to be the right one. And I've made decisions that have carved out my life, and I sit there and I think... <laughs> Fuck, imagine if I'd done that instead. What would my life have been? I can't focus on that. I believe that every decision I make puts me on a path closer to my purpose in life, what I'm supposed to be doing. 
it puts the right people in front of me, it puts the right experiences in front of me, I learn something in those moments, and especially in the moments where I fail. And growing up, I was told, um, Serena, you never finish anything. You, you never finish anything. This was something I was told as a child all the way through as a teenager. You never fucking finish anything. Why bother starting? You never finish anything. And this was an ugly fucking narrative that ran through my head my whole life. And when I was in my 30s and I started taking on projects and I was finishing them, that was the thing I was fighting in my head constantly. But my gut was leading the way. My gut was going, you and your fucking head can fight all you want, mate, but we're running the show and this is what we're doing. And the ugly narrative still pops up from time to time. It still goes, you know, you never fucking finish anything. And then I remind myself of all the things that I have finished. All the things I've achieved because I finished. And then the beginning of this year, I started a course, a diploma. I was really drawn to it. It just appeared and I was like, okay, universe, if this is what I'm supposed to do, I'm going to do this fucking course. So I started doing this course and I was really, really good at it. I was doing really well. But then something changed and my path turned and I started doing other work and I started um, building um, something else. My gut was drawing me in another direction. And so I'm trying to do this really (laughs) big course, running my job and building this project and raising my family and being a good wife to my husband and being an amazing sister to my brother who's staying with us. And it was all too much. I had too many balls in the air and I had to let something go. And I knew what I had to let go. I had to let go of the course because the project I was doing, this course was nothing to do with that. This course was completely irrelevant. But something had to go and I knew it was the course. I knew that letting that go was what I had to do. And I didn't want to. And I didn't want to because that narrative was coming through my head. You never finish anything. You never fucking finish anything. And so I did try and finish it because I'm thinking, nope, we're not doing that. We're finishing. That's what we do. We're finishers. And I had to really sit down and go, you're not doing well with it. You're not staying up to date with it. And that's because you need to let it go. (laughs) You need to let it go. And I was worried about what other people would think of me letting it go. You know, and this is my head talking. My gut's going, fuck those people. Who cares what they say? But my head was all fucked up from this ugly narrative of you never finish anything. And I spoke to a girlfriend of mine and she is fucking amazing. And she said to me, you know, the course came into your life for a reason. And without it, you probably wouldn't have started the project you started. But you have to let it go. Because you are wasting energy that you could be putting in other places. And it's okay to let it go. It served its purpose, walk away. But I I needed to hear that before I did it. And that's my head. My gut's already walked away from it. My gut, 
was going, you know what, we're not even going to make time for this because it's not what you're supposed to be doing. But this is what I mean by healing. I'm healing. I'm growing. I'm getting better at stuff. And I'm getting better at managing my triggers. And I'm getting a lot better at taking space and time for myself when I'm feeling out of sorts. Any person that is guiding you through any healing journey says that they're fully healed. I say bullshit. Because that means that you are living without any triggers. You can submit yourself. You can, you can turn around and you can say, universe take the will or Jesus take the will or whatever you want to say to succumb to something bigger and have that be the thing that, that drives your life and, you know, keeps you on your path. And that but to say you're fully healed... And you have no triggers. And ugly old shit doesn't pop up from time to time. I call bullshit. And it's okay to never be fully healed. Because we're learning to manage our emotions when shit pops up. And we're learning to manage those emotions without getting angry. The last thing you need to do is get angry with yourself. Because an ugly narrative, an old narrative or something has triggered and a painful time in your life don't get angry give yourself the respect and time you deserve those spaces that were painful come there's growth there you've grown in that space between when that event happened and where you sit now you have grown there has been physical growth emotional growth and spiritual growth don't you're not going backwards When you are being triggered by shit, you are not going backwards. Along the way of healing, you have gathered a toolbox so full that you've got the tools to deal with the shit. You've just got to trust in it. You really do have the tools. And when I would feel out of sorts like this, when I'd get into these funks and these moods, I used to get angry. I used to get raging. Oh, I'd be awful. But I've learned to shut the fuck up. Sit down, be quiet, zip it. Feel any emotions I need to feel. Go through the process with myself. I have all the answers. I know what to do. I just need to be quiet. I just need the world to turn off while I sit there with me and my gut instincts and the universe guides me on what I need to do. And if you don't believe in a higher power, that's okay. Feel that twist in your stomach. (laughs) Feel that that physical gnawing away at you. And forgive yourself when you are struggling with things like letting go and you are struggling with old shit I was struggling with um, through this process as well I was struggling with an old um, like an old relationship like a person that I was I knew years ago and um, that hold that they had over me it was that last little bit of letting go And I'm thinking, this is fucked, because I thought I'd let 
that person go but the thing I had still not let go of completely and I had a lot of but there was still like 10% of it there was control this person had a lot of control over what I thought what I felt how I moved and how I lived my life and I was making decisions and taking back that last bit of control the decision I made was pulling all that control back, that last 10%, bringing it back to me. And that was really fucking hard. It wasn't hard to do, it was hard to make the decision to do it. It was hard to go, you know what, I'm going to take that back. And once I did, I was fine. <laughs> I, I, I was good. But something that would have, a decision like that, that would have normally taken months and months and months to make, I made in a day. I made in a few hours because I sat there and gave myself a fucking break. So saying to my husband, I don't actually want to fucking talk to anyone. I just want to talk to you. I reached out to my babies because I always do in those moments because my two oldest don't live with us anymore. They're adults. They've branched out and off doing their own thing, which is beautiful. I checked in with my babies. I checked in with my son that lives here with us, I checked in with my brother, and other than that, couldn't fucking care less, and I barely checked in with my brother, because sometimes the show's about me, and I looked exhausted, I felt exhausted, and I let everyone else deal with dinner while I, while I excused myself and rested, because I'm entitled to rest. Big decisions are fucking draining. Feeling like that is draining feeling that overwhelming feeling, feeling lost, feeling confused, feeling all the emotions. It's exhausting. And that hit me all at once. <laughs> so I was tired. But you're allowed to turn the world off. So I really, really, really encourage you to do that. If you are dealing with something and you're, and you're just confused and you're getting angry and you're losing control, stop. Just fucking stop. Because if you don't stop and deal with it, you will revert back to old habits of being an angry, angry bitch and going out there and lashing out at people that don't deserve it. And the biggest thing is, is you do not deserve to feel like that. You don't deserve to sit back after you have lost your shit in any which way you've done it and it angry rage out moment and feel the guilt that comes with that so find a spot I highly encourage you to find one in nature where you go and you chill the fuck out and it's just you I've got a girlfriend her favourite thing to do to clear her head where she is feeling the most calm, the most peace the happiest is driving 100 kilometres an hour, which is the speed limit. <laughs> she she drives the speed limit with her windows down on a beautiful day listening to Bon Jovi blaring, blaring through her car, singing her ass out. It's that sense of freedom for her. And I'm pretty confident a lot of deep thought happens while she's screaming out these words and lyrics to a fucking Bon Jovi song. Promise you. <laughs> but 
but find that place for yourself, whatever it looks like, and give yourself permission to take time out for you. Give yourself permission to have your emotions and all the shit you're dealing with be the priority in your life as opposed to everyone else's crap. Because your shit is more more important than anyone else's and that is a fucking fact. You can take that and you can bank that check, man. And this is the thing. I know I put out podcasts about anger and all of those sorts of things and I do. And the one thing that I have mastered the art of is stop being angry. From time to time I get mad. A girl gets mad. But she certainly doesn't rage out anymore. But it doesn't mean I'm healed. Make no mistake about it. I'm healing. We're always in a constant state of healing and sometimes my healing requires me to go and remove myself from the planet. (laughs) Alright guys, I really hope you have a fucking amazing week and if you are dealing with some shit, take some time for yourself. You deserve it. You're entitled to it. You're allowed. Give yourself permission. And remember, you got a thousand reasons to be angry and not one to stay that way. You're with Ren McQueen. She's a fucking vibe. Have an amazing day.